jokes, yeah, it's culture and innovation at the same time. For another episode of the Comedy Trap House, I am your host, Rome Green Jr., where we give you nothing but love, laughs, and a whole bunch of bush. I got Cam in the building with me. Let's do it. I had one of the worst brain freezes of my life this morning, and I I, I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. I was like, this shit not normal. Them like, shit's hurt. Them shit's hurt. Like, And I don't know, is is it the speed or the temperature, or is it a mixture of both? Uh, It hits you really fast when it happens. That shit. It's like that numbing feel, and it's just... Like it, was it so, feels I, like it's not gonna subdue any at any moment, but then it does. Yeah, I had to close my like I had to squint. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like that shit fucked me up. I but. bet whatever caused it, you didn't do it do that again. No. If you drank whatever was too fast or whatever, you hey, didn't do I, that oh, again. Oh yeah, no, I took my time. Oh uh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> shit hurt. Yeah, you learn real fast. <laughs> shit hurt. You learn real um, fast. I wanna start off by Saying thank you to everyone um, who continues to support us on Patreon. Um, and if you listen to this podcast and you are not a subscriber to the Patreon and the Patreon community, please go do so. It's it's really fun. It's a lot of Jim's good insight. Jokes and personal stories. Yeah, Jim's jokes and personal stories. And I think uh, we've built a community on there. We built a community and that's where all of our questions go to. And it's just fun. Like it's, we've built it to the point where we like are getting to know each person who <laughs> who drops a question. Like we know the name, we remember the names. Like they tell us their story. We keep updated with them, and it's actually a really fun thing. And we want to definitely go on a boss talk and comedy trap house tour when we can. So as long as we keep getting the support, we can do that. And I definitely want to say last week's episode on comedy trap house was hilarious. Shit oh, yeah, was funny. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> this shit was funny. Speaking of last episode, I wanted to talk about the whole elevator thing. Let's do it. When I was saying I'm just not accepting death, I'm gonna jump. Yeah. I'm trying something. Yeah. But I did, you know, I did say I don't know if I'm right, but I'm gonna try. That's yeah. all I said. So everyone's been sending me uh videos and messages how jumping is also wrong okay which i appreciate i appreciate that yeah my dude tony dm'd us said um jumping an elevator will not work he said there's a lot of physics calculations that go into it but basically it comes down to the fact that assume height of 10 floors about 100 feet the force pulling you down will be greater than the maximum amount of force you could exert up Uh. she said since you asked for a better plan here's a few different ones some say lay on luggage to embrace the impact some say laying flat on the floor will spread out the force and impact over your greatest area, causing Ooh. least amount of pressure on you. He said, anything you can do to brace yourself, slow down the impact. He said, as far as the elevator itself, most are built with precautions for this, such as a backup brakes and shock absorber at the bottom to slow your impact. Okay. And then it says, um, he says, um, I'm an engineer that works in aerospace. I haven't worked on elevators, but the physics is similar. He said, make sure Emmanuel never had to read this out loud for his own <laughs> safety. <laughs> and he said, for the record, less people uh, sleeping on tots, the more for me. <laughs> he said, the more people sleeping on tots, the more for me for him. Everything what he just Appreciate said that. makes sense because if it's going down fast, you can't, he's not jumping, it's going to be tough. Let the pressure come. But 
it's not a bad suggestion. I feel like I feel like we made a decent suggestion, but we asked for the facts, and I mean uh, those, I'm those just are saying, the facts. I ain't just accepting. I'm doing not something. That's the best one because that laying flat. I just feel like that's gonna hurt. That's gonna. I feel like, like that's I'm gonna, gonna be hurt. scared to lay flat like that and just take that impact. But now lay flat on some luggage. That's a little. That's different. the best one I've heard. Now, question: If you lay flat, are you going with stomach or back? Well, they was kept suggesting the back. Lay flat on your back, oh, man. <laughs> Listen, both gonna gonna be bad. This is how I know the back really gonna be bad. I went to a trampoline area in Boston when I was there. My back was sore for two days after, so I know anything on my back is gonna be rough. But you don't want to be face first. You don't want to be face first. You dick first. You don't. Oh, oh no, not dick first. You definitely don't want to be dick first. That's not good. Speaking of dick first, uh, <laughs> I so I landed in back in LA on Thursday, and I'm just killing time waiting for my homeboy to come pick me up, and I'm on Snapchat and I follow Dr. Miami because this shit is interesting. Like the stuff he does as a doctor. He'd be, play, sna- he be breast implants, breasts, tummy yeah. tucks, um, cutting up the, the lips on a vagina. vagina yeah, they be everything. All, all type be of doing shit. All kind of stuff. And it's really amazing. It's amazing. He'd be breaking down the terms and he, I'd be like, dog, this shit is like. It's and then he show you the before and after and his work is good. The work is, the work is good. So I'm, I clicked on this story. He was like, this is a story you don't want to miss today. I'm like, all right, cool. So I click on it. At first, I was immediately about to click off because the next slide was a dick, mm-hmm. uh, a flaccid dick. If that mm-hmm. you know, little, little uh, spaghetti, spaghetti, flaccid dick, mm-hmm. uh, white man dick. And let me not no, say his natural state. Let me not say his white man because he could have been. He was he was very he was pale, so I don't know what he's he fair been. skin. He's fair skin. So basically, they, it goes to the slide and it shows him. He's already, of course, knocked out. But he's on the operating table. Now he was he's in Beverly Hills for this one, so he's not in Miami. Mm. He's in Beverly Hills. He's another doctor is doing all he's doing is recording and talking about what's going on. Mm. So he said that. So he flew out for dick. He flew out for dick. Damn, he, he got, got flew out, out for, dick. for dick. He flew out for dick. Damn. So right. the doctor that he went to specializes in this type of uh, plastic oh, d- surgery. D- dick. Uh, dick surgery. He specializes in dick surgery. A lot of men out here are getting it. So, so he gets your dick up. He gets your dick up. Now the guy's problem. He said, "Now, I'll, I'll, my bad. No, How no. ironic would it be if that doctor's a dick? If he's an asshole, honestly. How funny would that be? Or if his name is Richard? If his name is Richard, that but it wasn't. But that would have been funny. So, this guy's personal problem. He said the doctor explained that he didn't like the way his dick looked soft because he said it was too small, soft, and he was a, a grower, not a show. And he was a bigger man, so his fupa." Was was there? His mm. fatter upper penis area was okay. there. So, so on the table it looked like. So they measured it on the table. Can we say fooda? Fat upper dick area. Yeah, <laughs> you got, his fooda was his fooda was. <laughs> he had a big fooda. He got a big fooda. He got a big fooda. But a little dick. A little dick. Okay. So flaccid by itself. They they stretched it out. It was about. One and a half to two inches. Okay, yeah, he really small, soft. Dude. So, boom, a lot of flaccid penis. They said on average about four, maybe even three and a half, four, some, some five. If you, you know, say grows and shorts, it's different. So, I'm a th- grower. Dog, this shit was so crazy. So he cuts open. He makes a mark on the on the fooda. 
Well, I've seen it. I've seen. I didn't see that one, but I've seen him do one before. So I, and that's what made me watch it. Cause I've never like, seen like these dick enhancements. I'm like, how do they do this? So and basically, it wasn't even like it's like a plastic, almost like a ruler, like a plastic ruler. That's about. It looked like it was about maybe six inches. They wasn't putting that in there, but they was putting some of it in there and cutting it because they just wanted to have it. They wanted to stretch it, and he would have to leave that in there for a few weeks come back mm. and they so basically he cut the 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 fuda area and they so they did the little incisions removed some of the fat out the fuda area my stomach start hurting the, then they inverted because your penis inverts so they inverted uh. the penis upwards oh through Ooh. the hole that they did and he had to start cutting from there he had to cut around Duh, okay I'm the look- one i watched it wasn't like Duh, Wait, i don't think man i'm looking at this shit so i don't he, know if i want to talk about this he no took more. it he went through it he started cutting i'm like he cutting the fat around then they put the plastic in there cut around the plastic you know they mm. they saw and then he pushed the penis back out through the i was like dog his penis came out through his fooder, and then he went back now this shit was so amazing <laughs> i was like yo so is he gonna be in pain, like okay, while he's he recovering, uh, well, he's gonna be yeah, in pain, yeah, surgery. Yeah, yeah. But is he gonna be in more pain if he gets hard while the while the plastics in there? And see that, and that's what I wanted him to go into further detail. Like, like honestly, I hope he go back to figure out the do. Cause I was like, I want to know. So what was the hurt? whole goal? Just to look bigger while soft. Look bigger while soft. And, fully- and he wanted to, he he wanted to add a little. He didn't want to add girth. He wanted to add length. So he he added some with the uh, plastic in there. And then when he gets hard, it'll look a little bigger. But eventually, it'll just stretch out the skin. We just wanted to st- it'll stretch it out because it's it's pulling. And I was like, dog, this is some wild Here's shit. Here's the thing, though, with the whole soft dick yeah. thing. Usually, you only show your soft dick to someone you're really involved with. Yeah. So yeah, after yeah. a while, they know what you are hard. So it really don't matter that you are yeah, soft. Right, so it's like... And What's you, his reason for wanting it to look bigger? I thought maybe if he just wanted a bigger penis, it makes sense. But this, I mean, he probably wanted bigger. This could, he, he do. I'm, I'm sure overall he wanted a bigger penis, but I think soft was an issue for him. It, it was an issue for him, which I'm not mad at. I mean, if you wanted your dick bigger on soft, cool. But like you said, if you dealing with somebody and they, if you satisfying them hard, it's like. Yeah. The dick gotta go down at some point. Like yeah. it, just, it just is what it is. You know what it is when it's hard. Yeah, yeah. and if, it ain't, it's like and if you, I honestly, losing weight would help. And that's what the doctor said. He was like, losing weight would help because it would give the appearance, illusion, yeah, appearance of of a bigger that shaving. I mean, they they shaved him before they did the surgery, so they wrapped it back up. And all I can think about is when I got circumcised as a child, and I remember going into the surgery, waking up. And I had to wrap around my penis, and my mom said I wouldn't pee for like two days. It, it almost got, I almost caught an infection because I wouldn't pee. Cause I was so scared it was gonna hurt. You didn't pee on yourself when you were asleep? No, I was, I like, I was refusing to pee. My mom was like, "You have to pee," and she called the doctor to ask him what, like, what I, she could do to try to. He was like, "You just got, you got to, he got to pee," because I was so scared it was gonna hurt. But when I peed. Oh my that goodness! That was the best pee of your life. <laughs> oh you know when God. you when you really got pee and you pee it feel orgasmic. That one was probably the best, the best pee. I I shook when I pee. I was like, oh my god, and I was like, oh, it don't hurt. She was like, I told you, like, I was so scared to pee because I was like, they don't. It was like they 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 did something to my pee pee. I don't want to. I don't want to pee. <laughs> That's funny. I remember the first time I had blue balls. 
Whew. And then I had to, because you know that pain you feel. You gotta get that out. And you get it out. That was probably one of the best orgasms. Oh yeah, like that orgasm is so intense. It's oh yeah, like, gratifying. It's oh, like yeah. whoa, because <laughs> the pain just just goes away. It's like oh my god. First time I had blue balls, I didn't know I had blue balls. I was just like I had heard of it, but I didn't know what it felt like. And then that when was I, I was like, "Oh, this is definitely blue balls." I was like, "Oh yeah, this is that shit hurt." Yeah, that shit don't feel good. That that shit don't feel good. But the I wasn't mad at the penis enhancement surgery because it's like if you got money and it's just like if if women want to get more butt, more booze, like fuck it, like nigga, if you want some more dick, cool. But I'm just like, does it take away some of the feeling that you get? So like, I was just like, it's a lot of questions I got. Like it's. Oh, go ahead. It just looked like a lot because he he was inverting the penis, pulling. Back. I was like, oh, this look like it's just a lot going on. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know. My whole thing with plastic surgery, it's like if you want to do it, it's so be it. That's on you. But it's just like sometimes I feel like it's unnecessary. Yeah, you you risking you could oh, you die risk- on that table for you know for dick. a vain reason possibly. Yeah, but you know, to each his own. Die for dick. <laughs> DFD. Hopefully he's happy with his new dick. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. I was just like, this is just crazy. But and it's honestly amazing. Like the shit the doctors do is wild. And like the whole time I was thinking about it, like, how do you learn how to do that? That's like the whole time he was cutting. And even when I watched Doctor Miami do, I'm just like, this is incredible. Like this is some incredible stuff. Like you have to be, you have someone's life in your hands. Like and you have to be. This ain't time for play, play. And he be in there just talking. To, like, that's how good, he, like, my man's is just solid. He, that's how. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's done hundreds of yeah, this that, stuff now, so it's, it's easy. It's just like, you got to know how to stitch back the right. We got to know where to cut. Like, no, that shit, honestly, it's amazing. <laughs> that's why I guess that's why they go to school so long. Like, that shit is. That's why they get the big bucks. That's why they get the big bucks. Um, oh, Disney Plus is not playing with y'all. Disney in general, but Disney Plus is coming with it too. He is; they are not playing with y'all. That that Mandalorian Star Wars series they yeah. dropped that trailer looks so damn good to me. And then the lady in the tramp, come on, man. Here, I was thinking about this once I seen you put that on the board. I was like, we are at a time in our lives where it don't matter if you are on TV or not. Like it literally don't matter no more. If you want, if that's been a goal, like a, as a child, great. But you don't really have to be on TV. Between Hulu, Netflix, now But all Disney that Plus, is really... It is, it is TV. not traditional TV, but it is. Because enough people going to be viewing yeah. it. You Amazon, blow up just the same. Like, you got so much. I was like, dog. The opportunity... Like, we are in, like you said, it's a golden era for content. Once this is done, people going to miss it. So you got to ride the wave now. Because it is crazy right now. I feel like there's no going back, though. How it do isn't. you go back You now? don't. There's no way you go it's, back. There's so many options. It's like... It's like you can't even watch it all. You know, you if you watch honestly. it all, like, how, what are you doing in, in yeah, your life? You like, you can't all. watch it all. It's, it's so many shows. It, it Every is. day I hear a new show. Someone, did you watch it? I'm like, man, just, <laughs> man, it's too much. It's so much, and and even it technically it is TV still because people just stream it from their phone or their computer. They just throw it on the TV, so it's still kind of. So, it's, but it's just amazing, like the budgets that they putting into this shit. Like, it's just it, it's really fascinating. But yeah, that that trailer looked good. The lady and the tramp. Look great. Have they announced any more shit? Like, do they know? Yeah, there's a bunch of shit that's coming out, but it, it, uh, Jeff Goldblum has a show that looks oh, okay. interesting coming out where he go around trying different things and exploring different things. One of those type shows is this. 
It's this one. Is this? And then they got all the movies. They're gonna yeah, have yeah, all the yeah, Disney yeah, movies. Know. They're gonna have all the Marvel yeah, movies. They're gonna have all the new Marvel series. It's crazy. And for six ninety nine, and I think oh six ninety okay yeah. And I don't know just for the whole service, but I know for the Star Wars series at least, it's not gonna be binge watching. Mm. They're gonna be dropping it weekly. So I don't know. I think their thing may not be binge watching. Now, two things because I want to go into some more Marvel sony stuff if with spider-man in a second but for binging and spreading it out what are your pros and cons for both i'm spoiled now like when i get a series i just just want it all now like when i watch a show that's still released traditionally yeah i'm upset i just want to keep going marketing wise though because me and you have sat in here and watched we did euphoria weekly and stuff like that does it bring a sense of? That's all. That's like, the only good thing is the community and weekly viewership. Okay. Because you know, at a certain time, this is dropping. Everyone gonna be talking about it on Twitter at that same yeah. time, so everyone can get together and just talk about this. And one I'm not show, mad at it, which is fun. But I just be ready to watch. I just yeah. be. I'm, I want more. I'm, I'm ready. Let me. Let me just watch it at my pace. But and like I said, going back to the community. Does it help you talk about it more when you haven't spread out? Because like during the week, you're like, "Oh man!" But what if this? Like, does it help you? Like, does it? I mean, it could be, but either way, if it's good, it's good. It's gonna. So be regardless, about, if even Benjamin, yeah, if it's good, okay. it's, niggas gonna talk. about Yeah, it. I mean, I'm a, I'm fifty fifty because I Benjamin is great, but I do kind of like the fuck it. We gotta you gotta wait. It builds some patience, but it, I I see I see both. Like, I see why being people. able to binge watch Stranger Things then make. That not be talked about. Yeah, 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 like, for sure. It was so it's huge, such a big show. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So it's like, um, while we on, so I hope they work this shit out because it don't make sense. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Talking about Sony and Spider Man. Yeah, Sony has had the rights to Spider Man for as long as we know now, and so they had came to an agreement with Marvel for the past four or five years. So that's why we got the Spider-Man Homecoming when we seen him in Civil War, when we seen him in Avengers and second one, all that, and, and then this last Spider-Man. Boom. Then, as of recently, when it came to renegotiating the deal, I guess niggas was like, nah, we cool. And so, <laughs> it's like, I get business. I get business. You, you got it, because, and I think it's more of an ego and greed thing on, on who, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's on Marvel's part, if it's on Sony's part, I'm not, not sure. Because it's been working fine these past four or five years, so somebody got upset. Well, Marvel came back. Some who came back said they want fifty percent of, of revenue. It was Marvel, right? So it, Sony said it, no. Yeah, I think it could have been. It could have been Marvel, which I'm also not mad at because they actually did it to where people are like, "Oh, I fuck with it. Like this is I, I fuck with this version of Spider Man. Everything going on. So I see why they asked for it." And I also see why Sony. I get it. I think they both got leverage. Yeah. Like Sony got leverage because you own it. You own like, it. Yeah. Nah. If you want him in this universe, that your fans want in the universe, you starting a whole new phase, and you need Spider Man. You gonna come down on them terms. But then Marvel, be like we raised the profile of Spider Man. We, we upped his worth, so we should get more because of that. And it's just a. I think. But I said, at the end of the day, Sony own it. They do. So they do. Marvel is more in the bond. And, and here's than Sony. the thing: it's like. I hope Marvel like they might have to humble themselves for a little bit just because 
they've built Spider-Man as the successor to Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't gave him the suit. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert for people who haven't watched Far From Home. Um, at the end of the movie, everybody knows who Spider-Man is, so that kicks into. So now I don't know. I was like, I don't know what the fuck the storyline. The leverage Marvel has is they own all the villains for Spider-Man, though. The, so then if if Sony don't sign to deal with Marvel, who will be the villains if they decide to keep moving with the movies? Like, Who's going to be know, the villains? They, I don't know what they're going. They're going to go get Venom. They're going to have to go do something. Like it's just. I was like, it's just. It's just awkward now because it's like I don't know because then now they gotta if they don't do it now Marvel have to go into their phase four and be like all right so shit because because Tony was the lead to everything else before mm-hmm. so it's like now who do we, do we give it to the new Captain America do we get, like you know what I'm saying so but they've built the storyline so fans are like my nigga come on <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was like so I don't know it's gonna be interesting to see what they what they do and if it doesn't if it's Sony just keeps it. I just hope they, because what this could mean if Sony keeps it, that Tom Holland could not be in it again if they if mm-hmm. they decide to go a different direction. They could, and then it's like y'all gonna start over again, like my nigga, like it's, I don't know. It's just it's interesting business that form that that business realm of like these studios and stuff. Like it's a lot of money on the line, so I get why billions it's, it's billions on the line. So I understand it, but I'm like y'all got to figure something out because the story is gonna be everywhere now. Tom Holland was like, you know. I'm, I've enjoyed playing Spider-Man the past five years, and if I continue to play him, da da da. If fans are sad, they was like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> I just say uh, Sony and, and Marvel go to Popeyes, yeah, get a chicken sandwich for lunch and talk it figure out. Figure it out, just figure it out. So that's what we going to now. These chicken sandwiches that I can't fucking have, and I want one. I'm not gonna lie, I want one. Wrong. Me and Cam, we were in here. Nah, me. We were in here because you, 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 a good and bad friend for this. <laughs> we, me and Cam, have one phrase that we probably gonna have to ban from this area of the house because we can't control ourselves. And the phrase is, "So what you trying to do?" <laughs> and this is what I mean. We'll be sitting here <laughs> working, and one of us will say some ignorant. Cam gonna say it's usually me, but one of us oh, will say something. It's ignorant. definitely usually you. One of us say something ignorant. What I mean by something ignorant is, damn, you know what would sound good right now? And that starts a, a whirlwind. And then what I'll, follows that is a. Is a, is a is, that's what follows it. Then I'll make a suggestion. I'll, I'll say something like, an impossible burger would hit right now. And he'll think, oh. we'll think for a second. And then the next phrase is, so what you trying to do? And it's a dangerous Most phrase. Like, hold on, let me check my account. <laughs> I check it. Then I say, what you trying to do? <laughs> Make sure I. If, sometimes it's not even smart for me to do it all the time, based on fun. Sometimes, but it's some like, of the hey, funniest ones is like it'll be like a random night, and I'll just be in my room chilling. And we'll be back here chilling after working. And I get a knock at the door. He'll open up. And he'll be like, "It's crazy, man. It's like nigga just want to eat something." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you something. When 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 the when it, when when the boy financially free, oh yeah, it's it's wild. This town getting ran through for food. I'm gonna tell y'all now. If we had a video camera in this house, eating. it'll be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be, be nuts. <laughs> but tell them the situation we so, ran into this weekend. This weekend, we we sitting here chilling, we're working again, mm-hmm. and we got to talking about Popeyes, and we was like, dog, the chicken sandwich. I know it slapped. I just know. I just know it slap. Slap, slap. 
And then right after that, Cam was like, but I know it's a slippery slope. Slippery slope. And so Cam went even further. I ain't heard him go this far in a minute. He said, listen, you trying to split one? I said, oh, he 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 on one today. He He's fed up. <laughs> he, he's, he's tired of y'all accepting death. <laughs> he's, tired. he's tired of it. He said, he was like, if we do this, we getting wild for the rest of August. August ain't that long, about another week. He said, we're going to get wild for the rest of August. Then go back in September. And then go back in September. And I contemplated for 20 minutes. Because, look, this is what getting wild all August meant. <laughs> After I had that chicken sandwich, I done had it now. I might as well just live out the rest of this week and go crazy. Go I'm going nuts. to get my spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. I'm going to get this other sandwich from this, this place called Bellwood by us. Here, I'm going to get the... Um, what else we was talking about? We uh, were, oh, I'm going to get some Chick-fil-A. Oh, Chick-fil-A, yeah. I'm going to get some um, wing stuff. Because yeah. I never had that before I got out the chicken game. It's so gonna, it would be bad. Wings. It's going to be... I'm just going through chicken. And here's the thing. And we don't even mean like... if Like, say we split the half cent. He don't even mean like eating the whole half. He meant once he bites into it, it's over. <laughs> I, might as well, I did it now. It's, it's done. <laughs> I did it. Been pescatarian, what, five years? Yeah. So 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 for like twenty minutes, I contemplated, and I said, "Let's just go get an Impossible Burger." Let's just let's, whack, let's just go get Impossible Burger. He a whack friend, he, but a good friend too. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a slippery. But it, uh, but I, but look, that's why I said that's the reason I said, I said this for the rest of August. That means it's a week. And it would have been a cutoff. And I'll be honest with you. I'm scared because I don't even know if it was just. I don't know if I'd have cut it off. I would have been able to cut it off. Man. I would have been able to cut it off. So we think about look. Think you would have had the pool party this weekend. You had the wings off the grill, my nigga. You we would have been. We would have been eating. I'm talking about smiles all week. I'm talking about <laughs> I, y'all don't understand how much I love chicken before. Like I was a chicken fiend. Like when people go to fast food places, they always get burgers. Since I was a child, I always got the chicken sandwich. I just love chicken sandwiches. They mm-hmm. just so good. Mm-hmm. So I would have been running and here, so through we, it. So then, so that happened. Now I'm be honest with you. About Two days afterwards, it'd be funny if I was there. Be honest with you, no, I, I would be, I'm, I'm, not, be I'm not about to say that. I, <laughs> I would end this. I would end this podcast. Are you here scuffling? I would end this podcast. Get in the car and drive my black ass to Popeyes. Oh, uh, I couldn't do that to you. We've, we've been here too long. I couldn't do that to you. Um, I started seeing. The raw chicken left in a lot of the sandwiches, and I'm talking about not like one or two. What you mean the raw chicken? Like they wasn't cooked fully. Through? It was like I seen this from, like I like it wasn't just a cup was, at Popeyes. Oh, at Popeyes, why people what was, was literally on? posting like yo, and it just it would be fried at the top, but when you get to the middle, you can still see the breast, and I was like. You know what? It kind of turned me off from it. I'm not gonna lie. It turned me. It turned me off. They're probably rushing to the fit the and demand. That's, and that's what I said. I was like, because they're they're having to. They made twenty something. Like they having to like niggas are working in Popeyes this past week or two. Like they and I'm like, you know what? They're going so fast. I don't even think they cooking the chicken all the way. And I was like, you know what? It just it kind of turned me off from it. Even though I know that was a couple. It was some cases out of the thousands. But I was just like. I don't want to be that thousand or that one person to get it 
and then be sick of them be mad. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, yeah. too. What really made me want to have it is they were comparing it to Chick-fil-A. That was the battle. Yeah. We all know how good the Chick-fil-A sandwich yeah, yeah. is. People, all I've been seeing is Popeye's one. I haven't seen anyone say Chick-fil-A is still better. Everyone was saying the Popeye's one is better. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's all I could go by knowing yeah, how yeah, good yeah. Chick-fil-A one is. Yeah, it's good. Remembering yeah. that is like, shit, is that good? And I'm sure. <gasps> and shout out, I want to shout out to our homeboy, Jeremy, uh, who owns uh That's another thing I would have had to hit up. Comfort LA. So did you see what he did on his Instagram? Yeah, I seen him like saying his is better. Yeah, so he walked into Popeyes and was like he had his whole chicken sandwich. And that shit looked thick and it looked it looked good, but he had his whole chicken sandwich. He was like, you know, come to the black owned right across the street. We ain't got no sign, but we better than Popeyes. And he went into the whole restaurant and was chanting and everybody started chanting with him. I was like, you know what, I fuck with that. I, 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 that's cool, and he had got Did some people. Come? Yeah, I think he said he got some people to come over there. So, which I feel you like, go support a black bit like that. That was that was dope. I was like, that was cool that he did that. So, if you in L.A. and ain't been to Comfort L.A., go try their chicken sandwiches. Like, go go because I've had his chicken right before I got out the game. And I didn't right before, so I would have had to go down there and try that. How good y'all say that is too. Slippery slope. <laughs> man, oh my this life man. we chose ain't for the faint at heart. <laughs> yeah, you gotta really be disciplined. It's not for the faint at heart. It's just chicken too. It's, it's just, just chicken. chicken. Yeah, the pork honestly. and the beef. Honestly, it's whatever. But that chicken. Man. Anytime I see a tender, mm. I see a, a spicy chicken sandwich. Mm. I see a, just a regular fried chicken sandwich. Mm. A wing. A wing. Especially flat. I like my oh, wings all my flat. Goodness, those I fuck are the, with the drums, but the flats. Is where it's at. Those ain't the five heartbeats, but those are the four temptations. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause, oh yeah. Cause that's the shit. four tenderloins. The four tenderloins. <laughs> the four tenders. The four tender. Oh man. Yeah. I, honestly, and you know what? I'm be. I'm gonna think about this too. I, I'm gonna put this out there. If I didn't live with y'all, I think I would. I would like, especially you. I think I'd have slipped a while ago. Let me ask you this though. Week ain't over. You still got time this if you want to change your mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. Dr. Seuss, you still got time. You want to change your mind. mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Without you in this house, I'd have been fair. I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm telling you right now, let's do it. No. See, not no. What you mean? You said without me in the house. No. Because you saying me being in the house help you not sleep. But right now, I'm saying let's do it. So what's up? He ain't real. This nigga here, man. He ain't real. What's the next time? He ain't real. He a chicken. That's what he is. I guess Andrew Luck. <laughs> guess, guess who don't have no luck? Us and this this chicken. <laughs> Definitely ain't got no luck. Um, so a little little sports news. Um, what, the backtrack. Honestly, what it is is really got me. Is Mike Mike eating chicken again? Yeah, we was and okay. Having this house boom. Before Mike started eating chicken again, I was okay. But now I be having a house that's booming with this good smelling chicken. Yeah, it's like that's shit. True. That's true. He he is the. He's the centerpiece of this whole debacle that we got going on. Ridiculous. So Andrew Luck uh, is the quarterback of the was the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, and he announced his retirement. Now I feel like Andrew Luck came in 20- same year as um, RG three. They was a one two. Was it twenty eleven? I don't know. Yeah, somewhere around twenty twelve. So he been in the league that long, but I think so. My theory is because he was just practicing all this stuff. I think he lost a little bit of confidence in himself. One. Two, I think injuries starting to stack up and he's starting to think about longevity, which I think that's 
which I don't fault him for that because I think he'd been injured like multiple times. I think he might have got injured again in practice. So it's like you got to really start to think about your your future. You like, all right. I mean, he said it in the press conference. He said he was mentally worn out from the rehab process. Yeah, and I understand that having going That's through just a lot. Tearing my meniscus and football, then had to have a surgery, then doing rehab. Rehab, I hated rehab. I didn't even finish my rehab. And then literally, your body isn't the same anymore. Like you can you can work it, and it can, but it's not it's not the same. You lose a little bit of umph. That's just taxing. Like yeah. keep getting injured and have to go through that rehab. It's not fun. So yeah, yeah. sometimes at some point, you're like man, this ain't worth it no more. It's not fun anymore. And when it's not it, fun, you you got you got to leave. And he got his guarantee. So it's like yo, you got a fan. I'm sure he got. I think he got a wife. Like you got your family, you got your money. I mean, he can do analytics. He can do so much. Like that's the thing. He can, they can do so much after football. But it made me think about being thirty one, and I was like, because I was talking to somebody. I was like, remember as a kid, like I remember the first time I tried to ride my bike with no handles, busted my ass, mm-hmm. shit, whooped my ass. But I got off. I cried a little bit, shook it off, was going. I fall off a bike now. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, uh, Marvin, me and Marvin was in the gym yesterday. He had a jammed thumb. He could barely do anything. That's Not shit. even trying to be funny. Yeah. It's just how it is. The older you get, you recover slower. Oh, it shit affects you more. When I had that stiff neck, no, that shit, even though it was funny. That shit that, was funny. That shit hurt. Like, I, I was like, fuck, dog. Like, <laughs> shit. Like, injuries aren't fun. So, I'm sure Andrew Luck is probably our age or a little bit younger or older or whatever, but... He probably like, my neck, I can't do it. My body is hurt. It's the Colts' fault. They didn't protect him. They yeah. had a terrible line most of his career, yeah. and that's how he kept getting hurt because he kept getting hit. Yeah, It's nah. just this taxing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if anyone who ever had to go through surgery, then rehab, you know how. It's just not fun. Yeah, so I don't blame him for retirement, you know. And he did He did his part. I mean, he got into the playoffs. I think he they almost went to the Super Bowl at one point, but, you know. So I was just like, damn, I just know. But I know for somebody – that that's all they do. I know that's always that's why it's so interesting to listen to football players after they get done playing the game and all that stuff because that's all they've been doing for so long since they were kids. Since they were that's kids. why they be crying. Yeah, like since they were kids. and then they go to the league and they do it and then you're in the league seven eight years and then you're like I'm done. And even though you probably mentally maybe he might not want to be done, but. That should beat you up. You like I got. Funny thing, he's young enough to come back if he wanna. If he take a year off and wanna come back next, he only what twenty eight, twenty nine. So true. he can always. Then your come boy back. come back on your team. Witten, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's older though. Yeah, he's he like thirty seven. Damn, that's crazy. Did he? Did he? He did he say why he just? I guess he missed it, but everyone said he came back faster, came back stronger. Cause that year off, I guess after all them years of playing, oh, that year he off, yeah, fully had to let his body rest. So now he just feel more youthful. That's good. And he, he, he only missed one game his whole career. That's crazy. That's dedication. Yeah, he don't. He durable. He don't no, get yeah, hurt no, like definitely that. Durable. So yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to speak on that. Um, oh, but before we get to these fan questions, I do want to say that we talked about it on a podcast or two before. Uh, Jeezy's Thug Motivation album. I didn't listen to came it out. Yet. Yeah, I, I got to listen to the whole thing. I listened to maybe six songs. From the songs I listened to, I was like. I like this. I like this. Of course, it was not. It don't give me thug motivation one on one, one on two feel. But I was like, I can fuck with this. Like, I really like the intro track. I really fuck with the intro track. But he, what I really want to talk about, he had an interview on the Breakfast Club. And at first, I wasn't going to watch it because I was like, uh, it's whatever. But I was like, let me let me click it because I, I fuck with Jesus. So I clicked it, and it was very insightful. Like he talked about his business. He talked about like boss talk shit, and I was like. 
I'm gonna have to figure out a clip to cut, but he talked about some good. She talked about how he talked about because his mom isn't doing well right now. And so he was saying that he was so caught up in the rapper lifestyle that he took for granted the time he could like, cause he see, he was like, he see people on vacation with their moms and stuff like that. And it make him sad. Cause he like, fuck, I waited too late to, you know, we'll do that. Cause he don't know like if she, you know, I don't know her, what exactly her illness is. So he was like, and I think about that. He was like, he, I guess he got a song on his album about his mom. I didn't listen to it yet. He was like, he was like, I, I don't like them types. Yeah, songs. he was like, I rapped it. Emotional. He was like, I rapped it. He was like, I haven't listened to it since. He was like, I can't, I can't listen That's to it. I he, was like, he, was like, he, was like, he was like, I can't, I can't listen to it. He was like, I just got it out. He's like, I needed to get it out. But yeah, he was just, I don't know. It's just cool seeing like, I like seeing growth. Like it's it's cool because it's like you know we know Jeezy from 05, like Snowman Jeezy probably was doing all type of shit. But it just seemed like such a different person. I fuck with it because it's like my nigga almost forty, either right at forty or forty one. It's like. He's like, I can't do what I used to do. He's like, I can't do. I have to grow. He was like, he was like, rap is great, and he was like, I might still rap, but he was like, honestly, I want real estate. I want to be able to hit Charlemagne for this therapy. I want to. He was like, I want to live the rest of my life and grow. And I was like, you know what? I fuck with it, man. I was like, so it was a really good interview. Honestly. I bet he had the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, I know Jeezy had the Popeye's so chicken what's up? sandwich. Come on, man, stop, stop. What Come you on. mean, stop? What's stop. up? You ain't giving no answer. Can't. All right, let's talk about this for a second. A week. <laughs> I want to so bad. And I'm not going to lie. I'm scared. I'm scared. What you scared of? I'm scared. I, I don't know. I'm not going to know how to control myself. What you mean? I'm not going to. You have some of them. You. <laughs> I have heart. But when it comes to food, my heart is a little different. It's fat. Look, look, look. You say you about to do sober September. Yep. Back on my I've seen you September. do all kind of fast. Yeah. You can do that. So if you say until the end of August, you know you can do it. If it's a no, this ain't no. No, because I, I just that, need a definitive answer. I don't have one. I don't have because every time you that's say it, not I good. think about See, it. That, that, that's where the slippery slope is. I know. That's I what I'm need saying. a yay or a nay. And, no. And no. You, all right. No. I'll drop it. Oh shit now, guess what guys? We gotta add y'all. And it's a new season of football back at and it's getting wild this season. Antonio Brown got the frostbit toe. Odell Beckham done cut his hair. It's all types of stuff going on. But guess what? My bookie is where you need to be, because my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend all right one thing hasn't changed and that's where i'm putting my money down on all these games my bookie has the better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book period this year and they are hosting the first online handicapping super contest first place is guaranteed to win at least at least a hundred thousand dollars and it only costs a hundred to enter so come on, man. You got to get that. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. Listen, I will only recommend this service to my listeners because that's what's been good to me. All right. So that's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet you win. They play. 
It has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. And I know you like you like fantasy, ain't that right, Cam? You already know. Listen, up to $1,000 first deposit bonus. So double your first deposit. Use promo code CTRAP to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code CTRAP when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. Woo! All right. Fan questions. I'm so fucking mad. Suck it, dog. Come on, man. Get better friends in life, people. Get friends Re-evaluate that encourage you to do the right life. things and not eat chicken when they know you weak this for the get, food. Get friends that... What, uh, when you look at your friends, do they encourage you? <laughs> do, do they, when you when you suggest things, do they encourage those ideas? Or do they put it down? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just re-evaluate your, fr- re-evaluate your friendship. I guess you got some thinking to do when you get off of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No one thing I won't be doing eating chicken, I guess. But I know one thing I could do: drop a friend. <laughs> All right. Sierra said, "What's going on, guys? Many blessings to y'all." So the other day I saw this post, and I want y'all to know, want to know y'all thoughts about it or debunk it. Does a man losing weight or gaining weight impact his penis size? That's funny. That's hilarious. We just talked about that. That's funny. I know this was random. That is all. Um, I was skinny my whole life, so. I've seen my dick in, on a skinny frame my whole life, so I can't answer that. But Rome used to be fat, this nigga, I, 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 <laughs> so I guess you can answer that. All right, I'm be honest with you. I've measured my dick throughout my life, as I, and as, as every man, other man. You just, you, it's that's what you're gonna do because it's your dick is your everything. Like that's just what it is. Will I say it? Impacts the, the size when you have a fooder. I ain't really have a fooder. I just had a belly. I ain't never had a fooder though. I just had a fat ass belly, so I couldn't see it sometimes when it was soft. Come on, man. <laughs> I couldn't see it sometimes when it was soft, but like when I lost some weight, I was like, all right, cool. But I honestly don't know if it had any effect. Now, the illusion or the appearance, probably, yeah, of course, because there's not as much body fat around it. Like, if I lost some more weight now, maybe it'll look bigger. Honestly, and shaving. Shaving is a big thing. Like, if you shave, oh, that's, that's a big thing. So, shaving and losing weight, it, it, it packs a little size, you know what I'm saying? Hilarious. <laughs> Glenda Nelson. Hey, fam, I just want to give a praise report. For the last few years, I've been working two jobs to pay my tuition balance at my university and maintain a good GPA. Mm-hmm. I can now say that I'm entering my last semester of undergrad, undergrad with a $0 balance, and I just applied for graduation. God is good. Um, I just want to tell people that you can make it. You just have to be patient and be on your grind. God would always show up just when you need him. Love you all. Also, yes, tater tots are king. I don't care what these have to say. Well, congrats to you, Glenda. That's a that's a yeah, you know that's, that's a huge accomplishment. That's, a that's huge cool. accomplishment. You gonna get out of school with no debt, which puts a lot of people back. Which shit, I'm still paying off. So that's a blessing. I don't have many regrets in my life. 
but finishing college is, is like, damn, I didn't even need to do that. <laughs> I, I got what I needed. That. I needed to meet y'all and learn how to edit. That's all I needed. That's, all, that's honestly all you needed. <laughs> I did that for my parents. I didn't want to do that. I would have been ready to go. You could have got about there a long time ago. We all could have, honestly. But, you know, it's that's just it's those things that have to happen. Um, Bobito, what are y'all's hip-hop's pet peeves? I have two. When people say Tupac wasn't lyrical, he had songs that were, um, that were all – oh, oh, um. Alliteration, distinct, mm-hmm. distinct rhyme patterns, plus the content was always on point. Lyrics are more than witty punchlines. Two, when people don't know that a freestyle and off the top are two different things, as explained by Big Daddy Kane. A freestyle is a performance of unstructured lyrics, just rhymes you may have wrote down that doesn't tell a story. Off the top is literally on the spot thinking of rhymes while performing. One of my pet peeves in hip hop, and I like your two examples. One of my pet peeves. That was his example. Yeah, his, oh. his examples, yeah. One of my pet peeves is like the wads of money. Like it really bothers me. Like me and Cam talk about it all the time. Like I get it. You got money. I understand. But it just be, it be ridiculous. Like it just be knots of money that you just pull out doing all lit land here, like doing this. Telling these fuck niggas come get me like it'd be a lot, and then when stuff happened, I'd be like, "What you thought? What you thought was gonna happen?" To me, it's just convenience. Like it's just easier to pull out a piece of plastic than a <laughs> wad of money, and then <laughs> I don't have the gene size to be having a whole wad of money in there. Jeezy talked about that's that's one funny part of the podcast. I'm out the breakfast. My club. pockets and my jeans don't he, aren't that big. Sean man said, "You still wearing your Vizu jeans? Can you fit a hundred thousand in your Sean John still?" He said, "Man, them shits was so bad." He was like, "I didn't need to be wearing no. That shit was so funny." He was like, "I can't." He was like, "That's how big the pockets were. I could literally fit a hundred grand in my pockets." That's ridiculous. It, <laughs> I was like, "Dog, that is great." He was like, "I don't know what we was doing with the fashion." He was like, "And then I'm paying for Red. Mon- I had a song, Bathing Nate Fanatic, Red Monkey Junkie." He's like, Red Monkeys was the same jeans with different patches. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's very true. That shit was funny, though. I was like, that's some real shit. But that's one of my pet peeves. I don't have many. I'm thinking of another hip-hop. My, my, my main one is the whole pause movement. Like, nigga, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, comfortable with my sexuality. When I'm saying something, I'm not saying it pause, to mean yeah. a different thing than what I'm saying it. Like, we got to stop all this pause. Yeah, yeah. Just let me talk. <laughs> Honestly, you let me talk. I don't like that. Yeah, I never liked it. I don't do that. Um, and then um, I think I have another thing. But on his Tupac thing, Tupac, my favorite rapper of all time, and yeah, he's I always amazing, say yeah. that he's like one of the greatest artists because he had range when it came to his yeah, songs, and absolutely. he was lyrical sometimes. He was definitely like, of good, course, it wasn't all the time, but yeah, yeah. he definitely had songs like people, yeah, but. but. Undecided podcast. With all this Spider-Man and Marvel news, what is your top five MCU movies? No specific order. He said his is five, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, four, Black Panther, three, Spider-Man Far From Home, two, Captain America Civil War, one, Infinity's and Avengers Infinity War. He said honorable mentions, White Winter Soldier and Endgame. They are fan favorites, and I do love them, but I love these more. Um, No particular order. Thor Ragnarok. Um... First Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Spider-Man: Far From Home, uh, Infinity War. Fuck, I, I, I really like Doctor Strange. 
I really if I fuck with Doctor Strange too. It's between Doctor Strange and uh and and uh Winter Soldier. I don't know. I don't know which one. I don't know which one. I can't. I'm not prepared to yeah. say my top five, but I know in that top five, Blade will be in there. Oh yeah, that's that. Yeah, Blade gonna Blade be hard. Is, is that shit? And especially now off. with the because all the technology is newish. I know they going Oh, they got Marvel gonna do that right. Blade I know they it off for Marvel. They gonna do that right. Give that man his respect. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Afro Lady Thomas. Hey guys, it's been a minute. I'm still not feeling very good mentally. I have a question and something I'd like to share with you. Something to share. Recovery. Acronym. The R, realizing you're worth it. The E, experiencing true happiness. C, caring about yourself. O, overcoming your demons. V, validating your worth. E, without regre- eating without regret. That's what I want right now. Wrong. Can't, can't. I want to eat without regret. Can't, I want to pop a shake and Read the question. Read the question. Re- R, relapse, <laughs> why yearning to live? I saw this on a Pinterest picture last year sometime. I'm still struggling with the process of it all. What are your thoughts on this acronym? I can't seem to overcome my demons or feel like I'm worth it, hence now I am in relapse. Something to ask. How do you tell someone that their advice is not the type of advice you need? Do you just simply start reaching out for help? I have been just been isolating myself lately because all I ever hear is that I need to be positive. Being positive is a good thing, but when dealing with depression, anxiety, and addiction, it doesn't really work that well. Not that I don't appreciate people who have tried to help me, including you guys, but I just don't seem to have much luck when reaching out to people. I'm also not a very religious person either, and people telling me to just pray doesn't really help me either. I don't want to seem mean about it or anything. I just nod and say thank you, but in reality, I just feel stuck all over again. All right, Tyler. Um, the first part, the acronym. I mean, acronyms are like motivational quotes. It's, I mean, it's good to read. It's good to look at. It. You got you take it for what you you know. What I'm saying what you going through. Like I said, you in the relapse process. Like I have no problem with acronyms. I think it's great. It's probably that would be a good. That's a good boss talk acronym. Like this is it's it's a good thing to read these acronyms and to read these quotes and the motivation. They can give you some type of motivation, <laughs> but it's still up to you to get that spark of of inspiration um you know at, at this point i'm just trying to figure out because you you've told us a few times um you know you've been through ups and downs and it's i think you got to forgive yourself like i feel like and I, I could be wrong but i feel like you are very hard on yourself when i think you shouldn't judge yourself so much i, f- I feel like you you you're you're a good person you you show up uh, on this podcast, talk to us right now. Of course, we never met. We don't know each other, know each other. But from what you tell us, like, I feel like you're actively moving towards trying to be better, trying to do better. And that's that's a great thing in itself. Some people don't don't try. Some people don't reach out. Some people don't do anything. I feel like at least you're making or at least attempting to make steps towards feeling better. And if it's getting to a certain point like that, it may be also time for professional help. I, honestly, like maybe I don't know if it's therapy. I don't know. I don't know if you've done that already, but all we can say, like me and Cam talk about this, like certain people are just built differently and it's not a bad thing. Some people are built to it. Stuff don't bother. It just, they, they roll up. Other people are sensitive to, to certain things. You may just be one of those people who, are sensitive to certain things, but that doesn't make you a bad person. I feel like, if anything, it makes you a strong person and an example to others how you can overcome something. So I feel like you should fight to overcome whatever is going on so you can be an example to somebody else because 
somebody can look like you never know you could be the spark to somebody's to create you know you just never know but if you just can't give up i feel like you have to keep going and don't just don't be so hard on yourself like i feel like you you you, you being a little hard on yourself and I, I don't think you need to and it's also i mean even with listening to what you type it's what you type you know you, you're typing that you're feeling not feeling good you're typing that you got you have to change your narrative like you have to type that hey I'm going to make today a great day. Hey, today's going to be better than, you know what I'm saying? You you have to do these things. And I know it sounds crazy, but this stuff really worked. Like Cam told us, for example, a long time ago, how he went in the mirror and he felt stupid at first, but he used to smile or laugh and that shit, it, it works. <laughs> like that is it, but you have to, you have to do it because isolating yourself and all this stuff is good. Solitude is good for a certain time, but after a while, all that isolation is going to get you to start, thinking crazy like you have to you have to get out of that and get active like i don't know if you got to go be in your community or yeah, that's go, what i wanted yeah, to say I, yeah. at this point i think she just has to try everything yeah like yeah. definitely go to professional route first maybe that may help but if not first change change your narrative like he said like instead of worrying you got to start worshiping like like you may not be religious but you may need to just explore that route as as an option to see where that takes you because yeah. You just put the prayer and put the worries on God and not on you and see how that helps. Also, when my ex was depressed, I took her with me. I was doing all this research to see how I can help her because, you know, as I say, I've never mm-hmm. really been depressed. So mm-hmm. one of the things is like volunteering, when you're in the mix of volunteering, you helping others make you feel better. And mm-hmm. I seen how it helped her when I took her with me to volunteer when I was volunteering at the children's shelter. So as he said, get active because – Solitude and isolation when you're depressed is not a good mix because you're just left alone with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you want to be in a dark room. It's just the whole environment and everything about it is just not good. So being active, trying every other avenue that you haven't tried already to see if that helps. Finding someone who's been exactly what you've been through and seeing how they got through. But just keep fighting, and that's a good thing. You are fighting. You keep talking to us. You keep coming back and everything. Mm-hmm. You're trying stuff, so just keep fighting. As far as the advice thing, I mean, I don't even know what to say with that. I mean, yeah, smile and keep going, but just don't reach out to that person yeah. if you don't like their advice, honestly. But you just got to keep going and keep trying everything you can because it will get better if you believe it will. Mm-hmm. So it starts there. Uh, but well, I hope you feel better. I'm, I'm definitely going to pray yeah. for you for sure. Um, Alex Quinn, in reference to the elevator debate, your best bet is to lie flat on your back on the floor, <laughs> cover your face and head to guard against debris. Hitting the ground floor in this position spreads the force and impact across your body. It also orients your spine, long bones perpendicular to the impact direction, which will better protect them from crushing damage. Jumping would only reduce your speeds by two to three miles per hour and will potentially cause other injuries. Side note, if the car zips downward too quickly, the governor activates brakes on the elevator's tra- travel rails. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. we talked about that, so, so appreciate it, Alex. Um, what's Jasma Savage? I'm assuming she Jasmine, but what's the craziest thing y'all ever done for a girl? Hmm. The craziest thing Crazy I've done. Shit, one time I took this girl to the airport and this LA traffic, that's crazy, man. You got it. Move on. <laughs> yeah, I, I have nothing. <laughs> it, was, it was so good. I didn't laugh. It was so good. It was, it was, you got it. Or buy this girl some chicken and not eat none of it. Here he go. Like, you uh, you want to fight? I wish I. No, I want to eat. 
a Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> Smiley Brown, I love y'all, bro. No uh, homo. Like See, that's what I'm just talking about. You ain't got to say ain't gotta no. Say we that. ain't got to pause. No homo. I love you, man, dog. Man. Shit. Come on, bro, man. Been watching y'all since 2009. Every single video y'all have dropped. Two quick questions. Would y'all ever do a collab with RDC World? Two, have y'all thought about making the Room Noise song into an album mixtape? Both of those, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have no... Uh, we would, Honestly, we're down to collab with anybody. We got a creative idea. Like, fuck, let, let's do it. Like, I'm not... Yeah. And then the album, yeah, for sure. We got. We have to. Like, it just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Nick510, would you ever collab with Good Mythical Morning on YouTube? And if you went to red carpet event what over the top way would you show up to it if money wasn't an issue uh good mythical morning i know about it because i see it so much because mm-hmm. it's so big but i can't i can't i i, I forget what this show about yeah it, honestly i've seen it like once or twice but i don't know maybe i got i had to watch it again we've talked about a few different like honestly y'all are in for a wild ride when we make it because Cause we talk about shit like this all the time. We talk about talk show shit. We talk about awards show shit. We talk about going to the, a club appearance shit. We talk about red car. Like we talk about all this stuff. Like showing up funny ways. We could do something like niggas show up with all suit tops and and gym short bottom. Like just ignorant stuff. Rolling up on the red carpet, all in gold carts, <laughs> or all on horses. <laughs> different shit. Different ways to do it. Uh, I don't it's, know. It's gonna be. We gonna do. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be all type of shit. Slim, what's good, Rome? Cam, anybody else in the room? Handshakes to all y'all. I got two questions. First, I recently got in disagreement with a coworker and felt like he tried me as a man. I had a flashback to when I used to live in my hometown of Wish a Nigga Wood, Texas. <laughs> but I was able to restrain myself and stay calm. So I was wondering if y'all could share some stories of someone trying you or when you had to put your hands on someone. Second question, since there's five of you, what positions would each person play in a starting five, and what team would it be, real or made up? Peace. All right. If you got a story to start, I just got to pee real quick. Oh. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. The last time I put hands on somebody, that was like a, big disagreement. a big disagreement right now with Rome and this chicken sandwich is the my biggest disagreement right now. But the last time I put hands on somebody, that was uh, middle school. My last fight was, I think, the summer going to eighth grade. That was my last fight. But I'm trying to think. Last time someone really tried me. I can't think, man. I don't really have that energy around me. I don't really be doing stuff to have people getting upset. Or I don't really be around that type of energy, inviting that type of energy. So... I don't know. And then um, a starting five, I mean, if it's basketball, then Chaz will probably be the point. I'll probably be shooting guard. Mike the small forward. Uh, Emmanuel Rome had to be center and power forward. This had to be, and that'd be it. Do you have a story or no? Oh yeah, with cheese. With yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he <laughs> talked about that. So, Silas P. I recently uh, revisited the DOC's um, debut album. No one could do it better, and realized this year marks his 30th anniversary. The DOC has also been one of hip hop's biggest what if stories since his voice was forever changed in a car accident just months after the album debuted. That's crazy. What are some of your biggest what if stories in regards to hip hop? My biggest is what. What would Tupac be yeah. right now if he didn't die? Or what would Biggie be if he didn't die? But really, you know Tupac, what? that was my favorite. This 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 reminded me. I'm, thinking, I'm glad he said this. So, 
I'm gonna I'm 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 make the statement first, and then I'm gonna say why. Kirko Bangs was Tory Lanez before Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. First off, my drink in my cup is one of my Great top song. five beats. I, I, I said that I listened to it again. I said, yeah, I'm putting this in there. That's one. Great song to same melodic. It go off. And a couple of other songs was like I was like, all right. I think cool. Tory Lane's a better singer though. I think so. I think so. But had he had the work ethic and rode the wave, he could have been. So I was like, what if he would have kept going? Because honestly, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. If you go back, if you never heard of Kirk Cobain's, go listen to my drink in my cup. That shit hard. <laughs> but that that's one what if I was thinking about not too long ago because me and Gomez was talking about it. And then another what if. What if Drake just kept acting? That would be that would change the landscape of music, honestly. That's 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 an interesting one too. And would it have been as successful in the acting category? We don't know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we don't know because I feel like the music fuels everything else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was another one I thought about. But yeah. Kirk Baines was a one. All right, your turn to read. You start from Stacy. All right. Finish it off. Young Stace. Y'all be coming with the questions. I fuck with it. All right, Stacy Thomas. I've been enjoying the Room Noise series. I always have liked watching behind the scenes of how things are created. What project would you like to see the behind the scenes process from beginning to end, such as an album, a book, music video, concert tour, designing technology, etc.? It could be something that has already been created or something that you would like to see someone create in the future. That's a great question. Honestly, for me, it's always the music ones always yeah, be the best. It'd be fun. Be like the, the Dreamville one they that did was, was fun. Recently, I saw a trailer for Travis Scott. He got one dropping this week mm-hmm. behind his album, and that looks really interesting. Mm-hmm. So anything with Jay-Z, behind the scenes of Jay-Z, I'll always enjoy. Any interview with him, I always enjoy. So music is probably number one for music me. Number one. I can see... I can see some technology shit like the the iPhone shit. Like it'd be cool just to see. I don't know how that whole process works. You know how they decide on certain things. It'd be cool. Oh no no, I know a good one behind the scenes of how they make that Popeyes chicken sandwich. Because you know, I just want to know how they make it. Because Isaiah really good. Taylor, what are one of your toughest challenges each one of you had to face? <laughs> what are one of the toughest challenges each one of you had to face this year, and how did you overcome it? Honestly, this whole year been a challenge. Yeah, this is a, this is probably <laughs> this has probably been the most challenging year yeah. since we've been in LA. Yeah, and the most growth I've had yeah. since I've been in LA. So I appreciate the 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 challenge because it, it, I responded to it well and made me grow. But I'm ready to end this fourth quarter strong, honestly, gotcha. and and this this focusing, this really focusing, and trying to do the best, you know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's been it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year, but like you said, it's been growth, and it's like we still pop. Like I mean, I feel like we still, and I think it's it's getting better. It's going to get better. I think we're going to end the year off very strong. So, um, this you is you know from, how we can start it off by continuing this podcast. Uh, yeah, you had the, the the first letter of the e- word e- C, right? Evans, 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 Saint Fard. It's that no. lack of chicken. You can't pronounce the uh, 
this should sound 15th century. Uh, hey, Dormtainment. Hope you all are doing well. My name is Evans. I've been a long time fan of you all and your work. I know y'all are movie buffs and enjoy the hard work behind putting uh, art of behind the art of film. If you could cast yourself in a movie anytime or any era, what movie and what role would it be? You can cast yourself or Dormtainment as a group. Before we get to that, my bad. We didn't answer his starting five question. I just thought I about did. It. Oh, you did? Oh, mm-hmm. oh, you did? What you say? The basketball positions we were playing. Oh, the same. Oh, okay. Um, so if you could cast yourself in a movie anytime or any era, what movie and what role would it be? You can cast yourself as you, you can cast yourself or Dormtainment as a group. Cast yourself in any movie, anytime, any era. I mean, Oceans for sure. Oceans is cool as a group. I mean, if it's this individual, my favorite movie of all time is Forrest Gump. Cause I think it's this. It bend, it blends genres. It's a history movie. It's a comedy. It's a drama. It's all of it. It's just so good. It's funny. Is is I, I just put me in Forrest Gump. Let me be Forrest. I can see. I can see two of us being in Friday. I can be. Oh, it's actually all of us in Friday. Honestly, or coming to or America. Coming to America. Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. That's the one. Harlem Nights. Because yeah. we said we said that on Room Noise. Yeah. It's time for a remake of Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Uh, Queen of Arts. Fuck Mary Kill the game. Three rounds. Round one. <laughs> she got three rounds. All right, three rounds. Round one. Uh, female comedians Tiffany Haddish Nicole Byer Monique so fuck Mary Kill man that's tough <laughs> well I'm probably gonna I'll probably fuck Tiffany yeah I'm gonna fuck Tiffany marry Nicole and kill Monique yeah, I guess I think that's what I was gonna go with too I never really like playing this game <laughs> honestly I just, I just never like I just always, I don't know. I never feel good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it for y'all. Uh, I don't know. I just don't like yeah. female rappers: <laughs> Missy Elliott, Cardi B, Lil Kim. Well, I'm, I'm definitely fucking Lil Kim. I got to. Um, um, I'm a Mary Missy. That's difficult. Yeah. You and, know what? You know what? I'm a fuck Cardi. I'm a Mary Missy. I'm a kill Lil Kim. Now look, is this is this now Lil Kim or old Lil Kim? If it's now Lil Kim, I'm going Kim, now. Okay, well then let me switch that up. Yeah, then yeah. I'm fucking Cardi B, <laughs> killing Lil Kim and marrying Missy. I'm thinking about the nostalgic old leg open on the cover, Lil Kim. And what? And we're gonna change. We're when not she really was talking about swallowing Sprite cans yeah, and shit. That's, that's wild. Having a stomach pump. Oh, that's crazy. Full of, yeah, all that nasty shit. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Now we not now you know. We're good guys, so we're not killing. We're gonna just put them in the woods for a little while. <laughs> and the last one, three actresses: Gabrielle Union, Megan Good. All right, I already know where you're going. And Holly Berry. All right. Well, see, now I got preferences. If I'm being realistic, be realistic. If I'm being, I'm saying realistic wise, the Mary would have to be Megan or Gabrielle Union because mm-hmm. the rumor and all the divorces Holly Berry had, this seems like a relationship with her is not mm-hmm. the move. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go unrealistic. Okay. I'm going to go marry Holly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, I'm going to put in work on Megan Good. <laughs> and just in this scenario, 
in any other scenarios, you would be great too. But Gabrielle, you just losing to those two because those two have been in my top five at some point here sure. or there. Holly's always been number one. Megan Good's been in the top five interchange in and out. So those are just two I just really like. But Gabrielle is a beautiful woman as mm-hmm. well. So I wouldn't be sad about marrying none of them. And she cool. We met her on the yacht, Gabrielle. I might marry Gabby. That's the realistic one. I might marry Gabby. Fuck Holly Berry. And yeah, yeah, that's the you, you, you son of a bitch. And then maybe all the grief y'all gave Holly Berry. No. And you no go, grief. you, you, you there go. Was no grief. Yes, it was. There was no grief. Y'all be trying to get go her out of listen. my number one go back and spot. Listen. Y'all always saying how she no number grief. one when there's people that look better than her. I didn't say she it. old now, and so you wouldn't time, take Megan I, over her? Nope. never. I didn't never say what you're saying. You're putting words crazy. in my mouth. You I crazy. said I would fuck her regardless of any of that. Yeah, but you be saying it's better looking women because yeah, she old. I didn't say I didn't. I did not say you did she say old. she get she old. I said, <laughs> I said she's been around. I said cause she old. <laughs> ah, fuck. Anyway, hey DT fam, how you doing? How your mama doing? Oh, she, I mean, she doing pretty good. Talk to her this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elevator in my building is always fucked up, and people stay getting stuck. One time, first off, that building need to get together. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, get yeah, in there no yeah. more. Don't invite us where you at. Uh, one time, a guy was trying to run away from the police <laughs> and ran in our building. I don't know why his dumb ass decided to take the elevator. Duh, that's funny. But he did, and he got stuck. He got off the elevator sweaty and crying, thanking the whole NYPD department policeman. His his words verbatim. In order from best to worst, what's your favorite Outkast albums? Mine are Stank On You, AT Aliens. Um, I always butcher the... Uh, a, a comedian, uh, Aquamini. Aquamini. Yeah, I always butchered that. Speaker Box, Love Below, Southern Playlistic, and Idlewild Soundtrack. That sounds so funny. Southern Playlistic. Cam, I know you're talking about Freddie Gibbs. You should check it out. Pinata and Bandana, two amazing projects. Y'all stay blessed. For me, it's going to have to be the AT Aliens yeah. and the um, Southern Playlistic. I love them two albums. Yeah, like AT Aliens, probably. But, but the, Aqua, Aqua, the Aqua one, too. That's yeah. the first one I ever heard. Oh, I remember going through Chad's CD collection and seeing this naked woman on it. I was like, what's this? And that was my introduction. And then I started going back, and it was amazing. But ATL, like, Andre's my second favorite rapper of all time. That nigga be rapping. So it's Tupac, Andre, Jay-Z. And then you what, you got Blind Fury in there? Oh, yeah, Blind Fury definitely in there. Mm-hmm. Dylon may be in there, and Nipsey Hussle. Okay. Um... A tropical storm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you saying stuff that we already know. Uh, Ariana. First off, Rome, please say my name right. It's Ariana. Okay. Laugh my fucking ass off. Secondly, happy belated birthday, Manny. Okay, so I need some advice. So about two months ago, I met someone I work with and became best friends. When we opened up more about each other, I started liking him, and he started liking me. But the thing is, he just recently got out of a relationship and doesn't really want more right now. We started having sex probably a month into knowing each other. I started catching feelings for him, but I know it's not something I need to be involved with, especially with me not being mentally and physically together myself. We went to the beach about two weeks ago with some other friends. We had sex for about two hours, and we all went for a walk. First off. Wait, wait. First off. Wait, at the beach? Wait, first off. We went to the beach about two weeks ago. They probably was in a beach house. And Mm. she said, we had sex for about two hours, and we all went for a walk. 
That's the tantric sex. Yeah, yeah. Because two hours. Because first off, that's sex boring. After that, that's that long. That's wild. Two hours. But anywho, um, like over the course of two hours, it had to be over. It the can't course. last the two hours. Because somebody gonna be dry. That's something. that. That's that tantric shit i mean it's real shit yeah. people be yeah. so, suddenly he disappears with a random female the next day i found out he had sex with her not only that after he had sex with her he came back took a shower and had sex with me again by the way i was drunk savage life so my question is if you were in my shoes how would you feel about this i'm a forgiving person i don't hate on no one but do you guys do you do you guys feel I've made the right move to forgive him and moving on from the situation? Here's the thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's I know a little exactly weird. What you're about to say. <laughs> Technically, he's a single man. <laughs> Y'all not together. But the bad thing, he's out there with you. Like that's kind of low key disrespectful. And his and, mind, and I bet in his mind, he thinking, "Now we out here with fr- like we all together." Like, yeah, if it's not clear on his end, y'all saying y'all exclusive, y'all feeling each other yeah. and all that. I don't know. To me, it, 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 it like I wouldn't do it's that. A if, if, it's a little savage. Especially if I went somewhere with you, to, even if we just friends, but yeah. we fucking and all that, I'm not going to leave you, go, go fuck man, somebody else, come take a shower, shower, and then fuck you again. And I, that's just some well, one, I'm not, shit. I don't really but, have that type of stamina no more. <laughs> I'm, not that gr- I'm not that grimy of a dude, yeah. but if he's not clear on what y'all are, he is technically single. If y'all went there saying, yeah, just go, there's a bunch of friends went, and you yeah. ain't say... Do you want to go with me or this and that? Like that is where the is a little blurry for me. But yeah, man, he hungry for it. Yeah, man. it's just it's just I don't think he ready for a relationship. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nah. Based on his, he said it. He just got out of a relationship and then he having his, fun. His moves. Yeah, yeah. So fun. and I'm not I'm not mad at him. To be honest, it's it's a little grimy, but it's like get it how you live at the same time. And you know then how did you find out? Did he tell you? Was he straight up with you being yeah. honest? You know, you got to respect that. Yeah, how did you find you know. out? And like, if he, if you, if he didn't tell you and that's something that you would like, I think you need to communicate like, Hey, can you, can we be a little bit more transparent with each other? Cause like, like I said, we all, we talk about this all the time. Like I'm at the age, I'm at the age where I'm not, not lying to you. I remember I was talking to a girl. She was like, are you currently fucking somebody? I said, yes. She said, how many? I said, two people. She was like, okay. All right, well, I mean, now that you got that out of the way, because <laughs> there's no need, there's no lie, there's no point in lying. So if he feels like he has to tiptoe around you or something like that, then that's that's whack. Do oh, them yeah. two people eat chicken? All right, so Gary J. Well, why Jr. you do that? I got pee. What it do, DT? Y'all can he, he 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 on some other shit today. <laughs> what it do, DT? I got two things. One. Would you rather have beef with Fat Gucci Mane or 50 Cent? Two. I don't know if y'all can say it or not, but can you give us a hint? What celebrity or YouTuber have y'all met that you don't like? And if not, what was the most annoying fan moment? Uh, Fat Gucci Man or 50 Cent? Give me, give me Fat Gucci. Because at minimum, if we got to throw hands... My endurance is is cool. So, give me Fat Gucci. Fifty Cent. He's a bully. He's a well known bully. So I'm gonna let him go ahead and uh, go on about his business. And unfortunately, I can't give you that information about a celebrity or YouTuber I didn't like or can't. Do I have somebody I can? Nah. I mean, I got a. I got like. It's not too many, but I got like a couple. I got a couple. Um, 
So the first question was, um, would you rather have beef with Fat Gucci or 50 Cent? Fat Gucci. That's why I said Fat Gucci. Yeah, be fat uh, yeah 50 Cent, that nigga crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because I said in minimum, if I, had to, if I had to throw hands with Fat Gucci, I could he feel gonna like. He's going to get tired quick. Yeah, I feel And then I know if I just don't go to Atlanta, I'm good. <laughs> like 50 Cent, he, he's, a bully. he's methodical with it. He's a bully. He's not going to stop. He's yeah. crazy. He don't drink or smoke, so he, his mind is clear. No. Oh, 50 don't drink or smoke? No. It's always been like that? Yeah. I did not know that. I, I did give not me know Fat that. Gucci. Yeah, give me Fat Gucci. They yeah. saying crazy. He Leave got, that man alone. He in good shape, dude. I don't, oh, yeah. I'm definitely not fighting. Um, no. No, I don't have time for that. And then the other question was, if if you can give us a celebrity or YouTuber y'all have met that you don't like, I said, unfortunately, I can't because it's, it's a couple, but I can't. Uh, but so it's not been nobody that I didn't like that I hate. But it's like some people you was like, mm, I probably ain't. I there's mean. definitely a celebrity when you, a question like that comes up. This vibe is just so bad every time. And I don't know. He made us not like me. I don't know. But I see the way he interacts with other people. I see the way he interacts in in a public like I in a place. About, but. but his vibe is just off every single time. Uh, a celebrity or a YouTuber? He's a celebrity. His vibe is off every when we get off the pocket, I'm gonna figure time. this out. And I don't like it. Every time the energy How many bad times we seen him a lot? See him a couple times. Every time okay. shake his hand is just not a good shake. It's not no it's just bad vibes. Like to the point where I'm not I'm not shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um or we say if not, what's the most annoying fan moment? I don't think we had I had an annoying fan moment. Oh no, I had one. Oh, time. you did have one, but, I, but yeah. I don't know. They listening, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot. It was a lot. It was uh, like, all right. The oralist, hey booze. Where you get the name the oralist from? I'm curious. Anyway, see your mind, man. My grandfather always told me not to give a man a dime. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the oralist, and I see lips up here. Like, maybe I don't know. Maybe your dentist. I don't know. My grandfather always told me not to give a man a dime. And to not waste time on men who are not providers and protectors when it comes to their woman, family, and household. How do you feel about men asking women for money, housing, food, etc., in relationships, romantic or platonic, or in, and in general? Should it be viewed as a red flag? It depends on the situation. For example, if you and uh, the girl have been dating three months and you come up, like y'all really kicking it, and you might come up on a hard time. I don't think there's nothing wrong with reaching out if you're sure like, like if you don't have nobody like hey look I hate to do this but is there any way you can hold me down and I can get you know what I'm saying I don't see nothing wrong I don't take that as a red flag a red flag is y'all start talking he just like yeah so shit you trying to pay for dinner you know what I'm saying like shit like that if it's a legit reason I don't think that's a, a red flag if it's just no if the nigga just asking for money that's a little can you read it again before I answer the question yeah I don't want to. My grandfather always told me not to give a man a dime and to not waste time on men who are not providers and protectors when it comes to their women, family, and household. Okay. How do you feel about men asking women for money, housing, food, and et cetera in relationships, romantic or platonic, and in general? Should it be viewed as a red flag? And that's why I okay. said it I was confused at the first part because when you just said never give a man a dime, at first, I thought it was a a, a guy asking. I'm like, you won't give your son no money. Oh, like, damn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I see from her perspective, um, it's weird, and this may be my masculinity issues. But you know, my dad raised me, you know, to be the pair, like mm-hmm. be a provider. So mm-hmm. when when I'm out with a girl, even if we not dating, even if it's just a friend, it's just 
isn't been so drilled and built into me. I usually pay, you know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate when a girl offers, you know, sometimes, you know. If it's the rule of thumb is like if you if you set the date you should pay yeah, you and should this shit. But pay. even when that's been the case, I still just I don't know. That's just the way I've been raised. But as far as asking for money, I don't like asking nobody for money. Mm-hmm. My parents. Yeah. My friends, nobody. So it's never definitely, definitely don't want to ask no girl, especially a girl that like I'm involved with, a yeah. dating or something like that, or taking it to that level. So I don't know. But as Rome said, if you in a in a need and you know this person is good for, it, they ain't just no bum dude yeah. just trying to take advantage of you. I don't see nothing wrong yeah, with I don't that because you know flag. shit happens. Yeah. You know, you could be up today and then something happened where, say, you got to flush out all your savings because. When your best friend needs it for surgery or something crazy or yeah. you donate it to a family in need and now you may be broke and he asks you, can you just cover this until I get it back next month? I don't see an issue with that. Yeah. It's just a it's case when they by case basis. Yeah, when they're yeah. taking advantage of that, that's a whole nother. Yeah, if you got a nigga that's just living with his mom and, <laughs> and ain't doing yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? Or it'd be niggas like us sometimes. We up and down. We artists. Yeah. We creators. But we know what we going for. So yeah. if you mess with an artist, it could be like that sometimes. Yeah. But I still ain't going to ask and, nobody for and money. That, and that like, could look – that could – he could look at that and be like, you know what? She really fucked like she hold me like, you no, know, that's some real shit. And he and you, he might take that and take that into account for their relationship. But yeah, uh, Tyrese Jones, what's up, Cameron? Hope y'all doing and feeling good and blessed with good energy and had a good weekend. I had a relaxed weekend and celebrated my family member's seventh seventieth uh, birthday party. And just want to say it's always refreshing just being around your family family and enjoying that they're still here wait who's 70 uh just a family member okay um so regarding last week shouts out to cam because i am from seattle when he was talking about the umbrella born and raised so on a football note you know i got to bring up my seahawks and just want to say cam also luckiest cowboys don't see my hawks this year anyway oh like how we saw y'all in the playoffs and beat y'all but all right anyways my (laughs) questions are growing up did you guys ever have any fear approaching women and getting phone numbers if you did how did you get yourself past that if not what's some advice on it hell yeah oh yeah well especially when i was young i was scared to death scared as fuck but for me i use my humor like i use for everything else in my life that's that's if i'm gonna talk to you i'm gonna use my humor or the way i i the way I approach women is the way I approach social events. Like, I'm going to find a way in. It ain't going to be no normal just for me just going up to you. I'm going to find my way in. Like, if you on the dance floor, I'm going to wait till a good song come on. I may start dancing with mm-hmm. you, and that'll be my way in. Or if mm-hmm. we at a party and they got games and stuff, I may play games, and that'll be my way in. Mm-hmm. But it's always going to be something like that or my humor. My humor is, is all I got. And that's the best way. And that, like. And you don't always have. Oh, now you got a kind of an easier outlet. You don't even have to ask for the number if you don't want to. You could be like, "Hey, let's just follow each other," and then you could take it from there if you want to. If you if you're a little scared to ask for the number straight up, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like Cam said, you got to find your means of, you know, getting in there feeling feeling comfortable. Whether it's like I said, a joke. Whether it's you good at fashion stuff or you know anything. You just got to find a little leeway, a little pocket to get in there and uh, start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, two more Katrina Marsan hey Cam slash Rome first off I just want to say keep up the great work y'all I've been following DT since you started the Comedy Trap House podcast listen to y'all gives me the extra boost during the workday. y'all had me in tears while I listened to the podcast last week <laughs> in line with the potatoes convo have y'all had potato chips or fries dipped in ice cream that shit be slapping 
Have, I have. I have dipped a fry in like a frosty and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's not something like I need to keep doing, but I've tried it. Also, what gets you back in gear when you've been distracted on focusing on your goal? What mechanism have y'all used to gain strength? Uh, sometimes financial gets you back. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, buckling, uh, just buckling down, be like, yo. I'm not at where I need to be, so you buckle down. Sometimes seeing others, like seeing your peers, like like okay, like they doing, they doing, they motivating me doing that. So seeing your peers or somebody else is sometimes reading a it. book, reading yeah. a book on a certain subject will, will give you that that light that fire again. It's all kind of things. Yeah. For me, I'm naturally motivated, but so when I get one of those other things, it just pushes me even more. So, yeah. Uh, like right now, for me, what's pushing me has been it's been a rough year, so I want to end the fourth quarter strong. Mm-hmm. So I've been really going hard lately. Fourth quarter is October, November, December. I'm about to go harder. Uh, Deshaun Fortune. Hey, DT, this is oh Deshaun Mustard, a.k.a. probably your youngest Patreon supporter. I've been wa- – yeah, especially saying Deshaun Mustard. I've been watching you guys since sixth grade. I'm about to start college soon. My question oh, – no, that shit is wild to me. My question is for Cam. You said that you wanted to be a video game designer at one point. What changed that? And when you and when you still wanted to do so, what was an idea you had for a video game? I asked because I currently want to be a video designer. A video designer. Also, '90s kids didn't have the best cartoons or kids shows because y'all failed to realize that a lot of '90s shows still aired in the early 2000s. Well, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it make? So we had y'all shows plus our dope shows from 97 to 2012. And I don't just mean... No, 97 was still us. And I don't just mean the shows made after 97. That's just a time period of Generation Z. Let me... Well, before we get to Cam's question, let me tell you, that's enough. That's enough. Stop. (laughs) Because what you just said, you pretty much clarified that we had the best shows because they lasted through the 90s into the 2000s. That's enough from you <laughs> on the cartoon tip. Now to the video designer question, Cam, what changed? Um, I heard it. I heard it. Okay. Uh, I, I answered this before. It, it was very shallow. Honestly, I was new in college, and you know, you in college, you got that freedom. You all about girls. I went in that class, and majority of that class was just all dudes. It's not a. It's not a major that a lot of uh, girls go get into at least at my school at our institute and then the girls that were in there they was like just tomboys and it was really goth and it was like i can't go through my whole college experience with these with these girls in my life i want to see some actual i want to see some women so i was like after a while then i was seeing the work i was like yeah i'm gonna I'm switch majors but i'm glad i did because i lost the love for video games so it was gonna happen regardless even if uh, it wasn't something that shallow it was gonna happen regardless so it just wasn't meant to be and the game i wanted to work on was madden like i didn't have ideas for my own i just wanted to really work on madden or grand theft auto like, I wanted to work for Rockstar EA Sports. It's one of the two. And then whatever else I worked on while I was there, I was happy for. But I didn't have no ideas for my own video game at the time. I just wanted to work on the ones I loved the most. But, yeah, don't don't make decisions off shallow reasons. You know, I was I was fresh out of high school. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, and stop with the cartoons nonsense. Like, don't, oh, yeah, don't do that. Stop that. Because yeah, do I was only in fifth grade, 97, yeah, 98. Yeah, so that. that was still my childhood. Yeah, yeah. That's enough. That was my cartoon. <laughs> we lent it to you. 
thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Comedy Trap House. We love you guys. Appreciate the questions. Keep it coming. Keep it going. Boss Talk, Patreon, and uh, yeah. Before we get out there, I need a a definitive answer, and I need the I need a dis, you know explanation on if it's a yay or nay, and I'll leave it alone forever after this. No, because we've come too far. We've we've inspired a lot of people with our journey. We are not weak men. We are kings in our own right, and sometimes kings have to make tough decisions like this. I will not let you backtrack down this road. I will not let you let you pity me into backtracking down this road. I know you don't mean it. You have a good heart, and I just want you to know that I love you, and I can't see you go down that road. With all that being said, I'm going to think about it a little bit longer and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Two things. One, I better never see you eat chicken after what you just said. <laughs> Two, you just lost the best in front of friends. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>